When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How about this? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. Stanford, tight pocket. Hit as he throws left side. It's intercepted. He's still yet to win an NFL game against a team at five games above 500 or better. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Case Keenum's not the answer, Bronze fans. Today's guests. Yahoo Sports columnist Dan Wetzel, Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson, 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell, plus Ravens offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live on the air in Los Angeles, California. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen, thus again the name of the show. I'm just connecting dots for everybody here today on NBC Sports on Peacock. And NBC Sports, Sirius XM, uh, Sirius XM Channel 85, NBC Sports Audio. We say good morning to our terrestrial radio audience, wherever you may be taking in this show or streaming us on Odyssey, wherever you may be taking in this show. Uh, we say hello uh, to our podcast listeners, whenever you might be taking in this show as well. Doesn't matter if you're here in real time. I'm still saying just hello to you because you know what? Life is amazing and it just gets better every day. And that's already been established uh, as of yesterday, in case you've missed it. Uh, I was just dropping bombs everywhere and I still kind of feel that way in that same mood. Uh, and that's the way I say hello to you, Chris Brockman. How are you, Christopher? I'm great, man. Hey, Jason Feller. Good to hey, see you. How are you? Hanukkah. Good to see you over there, man. Happy Hanukkah Happy to Hanukkah. you, too. Happy day Hanukkah. Day two, day three, what are we at? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. I think three. You know, we, we first lit a candle Sunday night. Uh, so, so this is night, night, night three. This is yeah, night three. Right. Yeah, 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 night yeah. three. Night three. It's kind of day two, night three. Okay. We, 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 we Jews, we don't make it easy. I'm down. I mean, I, <laughs> so, I'm aware of what day Okay, it was. very good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, good to see you, Jason Feller. Good, <laughs> good to see you, sir. You. Sitting there for Mike Del Tufo, who's doing something somewhere. And it's unfortunate that he's uh, he, he's not here today. But that has nothing to do with Jason. You, Jason. We'll get to that in a second. Hey, T.J. Jefferson, how are you? Hey, Rich, so Jason, much, Chris. So much craziness hey, went down yesterday. We didn't even talk about Max Scherzer getting pizzed. Oh, I know. And it'll be just just totally typical Mets stuff that they pay all that money for Max Scherzer, that their owner finally pays all that stuff and they don't have a season. Because uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Bob Nightingale, who covers baseball for USA Today, tweeted out about a half an hour ago that uh, with the clock uh, approaching midnight, if you will, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, uh, if there's no collect- collective bargaining agreement hammered out, new, new CBA hammered out, there's going to be a lockout. Oof. And um, the union and the uh, uh, management team for baseball met today uh, was that 10 minutes? Is that how long apparently they met? Yeah, it wasn't very long. Oh, or 
let me just make it was sure. about the same as Brian Kelly. Brian, Brian Kelly talking to <laughs> his Notre Dame team today. Um, and so that's uh, up for bids as well, um, that Notre Dame is now the head coach of LSU football. What? Okay. Um, that uh, came down, that announcement came down, in the or the, the story broke uh, in the first half of last night's Monday Night Football Week 12 finale in which the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington football team played a football game and um, and lots of crazy stuff happened. Um, and, and we'll get to all of that stuff later on in this program. Uh, but the, the headline is that the Seattle Seahawks, through 12 weeks of an NFL season, have won only three games. Longest regular season ever for the Seattle Seahawks has just gotten figuratively longer. And I said this a couple weeks ago. I don't know the way out of this. The way out of this is Russ finding DK and Russ finding Lockett and only nine targets between them last night. Lockett had a night. He was almost on a a 100-yard receiver. But one catch for 13 yards for number 14 in your program, number one on the guy that is circled by every defensive coordinator out there, DK Metcalf, is just unacceptable. Unacceptable. And the way out of this was supposed to be Russ coming back early from surgery. Problem is, they haven't won since Russ has come back from surgery. That's three straight losses since Russ has come back from surgery. And the offense is regressing. Regressing. They had the fewest snaps they've had all season in a game last night, which set the record for them in 2021 that they had set in the previous week. They're getting fewer and fewer snaps on offense. They can't run the football. They can't run it so that you can't play action it if you can't run it. And if your play action game is the most lethal part of your passing game, then everyone's going to circle number 14 and say, we're not letting him beat us. Again, I'm not an all-22 maven, but it doesn't really take much to to notice all that. And then if Russ is missing throws, which he did on occasion last night, that's just going to crush you. Had five straight three and outs in the second half last night. And the Washington football team couldn't put much together themselves. And they lost their place kicker. And they thus had to go for two... And they went for two and broke up a streak of 12 consecutive failed two-point conversion attempts. So they would never have gone for two if they hadn't lost their kicker. And they went for two. They finally broke up that streak. And then the Seahawks needed a two at the end of the game because of it to force overtime. And I couldn't believe this. It was their first two-point conversion attempt of the season. Yeah. Just shows you just how offensively empty this season has been for Seattle. And this is the problem moving forward, short-term and long-term. Because in the short term, they're three and eight. And sure, that's only two games behind the playoff spot. But the rest of the NFC between spot seven, which the Washington football team now holds, and spot 15, 
which is what the Seahawks now hold at three and eight. They're not even on our screen sniffing it because there's so many teams sniffing it, seven of them, because those seven teams are within one game of the Washington football team. We can't fit the Seahawks on the screen. The only team below them are the winless Lions. So short term, even if somehow, some way they find a running game to unlock the passing game and they go on a run, they're going to have to leapfrog half of the conference to get to the spot that they need to get to. And their best shot at that would be to somehow have enough tie breaks go their way that a 9-8 and eight record would be good enough to make the playoffs because that's what it's going to have to be. How's that going to happen? And then there's the long term. Russ was talking about during the uh, uh, non-playing season, lack of protection. A bunch of Washington football team players not named Chase Young because he's out wearing his lap last night. And then a couple times, I guess, I don't know, it was just rattling him. One time he took a sack with two minutes to go. I don't know what he's doing. Just throw the ball away on first down, make it second and 10 instead it was second and forever. But guess what? He still scored that touchdown, didn't he? So it's in there, I guess. Maybe you play fast. I have no idea. Again, I'm not an all-22 maven, but I just see what I see, and I see that the lack of protection is still there. The offense has totally regressed with the offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, being there. And I know that Pete Carroll came on our show in the, in the uh, summer and bristled at the notion of let Russ cook because that means he was the one who was turning down the heat in the kitchen or kicking him out of the kitchen. And, of course, he wants to have Russ cook. That's the way that he wins the Super Bowl. He knows it. So you have to wonder if Russ is looking around saying, uh, hey, uh, out. I got to get out of here. Because the first-round selection for the Seattle Seahawks belongs to the Jets in the Jamal Adams trade from a couple years ago. And the Jets pick from Seattle is only one worse than the current pick that the Jets are earning for themselves. If the Jets keep winning, the pick from Seattle could be worse. I mean, it could be, well, could be better for them is what I'm saying. It could be higher. And guess what? The Jets are in one of those weird positions of being able to keep winning and not have to worry about the draft position. Which is another reason why my world's just turned totally upside down these days. Kind of crazy. Jets win and they still win when someone else loses. Even when I lose, I win. <laughs> so Seattle doesn't have the way out. They don't have the way. I, I, they may not have it out in the draft. They may not. They certainly don't look to see how to have it here. I said that a couple weeks ago. I don't see the way out. It just keeps getting darker. They'll put their nose to the grindstone and figure out. Let's say, hey, if they win out and they go nine and eight and they finish with six straight wins, maybe the tie breaks go their way. Problem is, they have only one win in their division, and that is their still to date lone conference win. They're one and six in the NFC. I don't know the way out. They had to have that dub last night. Had to have it. They've lost six of seven since that one lone NFC division and conference win at San Francisco. Totally different team now in San Francisco, who they face next at home. 
More likely to be back next year, Russ or DK? DK. Where's he going? Not there. He's not, he doesn't want to play with Russell Wilson anymore. I, 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 it looks, pretty, I, looks pretty obvious. I don't know. I mean, there's – I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and suppose what their relationship is or anything like that. All I know is he's massively frustrated because yeah. this is supposed to be his even better year, and it's totally regressed. And the reason for that is the run game has totally disappeared. The line is not protecting and not blowing open holes. And if you're a defensive coordinator, who are you taking away? Who are you taking away? That guy. Let Lockett get his his run. That's it. It's rough. It sure is. It's rough. Now, let's get to the top story of the day. Period. And that is Brian Kelly is no longer the head coach at Notre Dame. Wow. After a remarkable run where he became the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He passed Newt Rockney this year. And now he's saying deuces. Going to LSU. Go Tigers. There's two ways to handle this. Chris, uh, there's the professional way. And then there's the way that I've been handling everything college football lately, which is thoroughly personal and uh, borderline unprofessional. Which one do you want first? Well, I mean, I love what you've been doing lately. Yes. However, it is top of the show. Yes, sir. You know, we we do want to win Emmys. Thank you, sir. I appreciate uh, you've that. You've been in this biz for so long. Oh, you I have a reputation. That. Thank you. And a standard that people are expecting you yes. uh, to live up to each day. So I, I'm going to say go professional. Thank that's you, just sir. Like, Thank you. As your attorney, that's my advice. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Sold. Better call Brockman. <laughs> so here's a professional way to look at it. College sports, let's just let's get rid of the kimono. This is professional sports. They are paying... College football coaches better than professional football coaches. Fact. Fact. We're hearing the contract for Brian Kelly could be 10 years, $100 million with incentives, which is less than the contract that Lincoln Riley apparently accepted to leave Oklahoma to go to USC that included $11 million million salary. They bought his home in Oklahoma for him above market price. Okay, they are paying six million dollars for a home here for him in Los Angeles. And according to reports, 24 seven private jet availability for his family, which is, I believe, just apples to apples, a better deal than what the Roy family accepted to maintain control of Waystar Royco from the Sandys and Stewie. Correct. Because, you know, yeah. They can't get the family they were no, PJ they were anymore. No, no private jets. You know what I mean? Yeah, no private jets. So let's let's stop saying there's not enough money for players. Jeez. All right. Certainly, since USC is at least <laughs> private, okay. LSU is a state university. So I don't know where that money's coming from. And in case anybody's sitting there wondering, I'm throwing stones from my glass state university, University of Michigan house. Uh, My coach, Jim Harbaugh, announced on local radio yesterday, he and his wife, Sarah, are giving all his incentive money that he's set to earn, and he's already earning by making the Big Ten championship game. Anything else he makes, he's giving back to the athletic department to offset any of the salary clawbacks that were made by the university on other members of the athletic department because of COVID-19. He's still making a pretty penny. 
but let's just cut just let's just cut it. Let's cut it out. All right. And Brian Kelly obviously going for the money, but you know what I think he's going for too? He wants to win championships. Because Notre Dame needs to be perfect in order to make that final four. They got to be perfect. SEC teams, eh, you just, if you lose once, we'll, we'll, we'll forgive it because it's the SEC. It's the toughest division. It's the toughest conference. means more. It means more to them, too. So all you got to do is we could have we could wind up having not one but two one-loss SEC teams in the college football playoffs. Possible. And the amazing thing is that Brian Kelly's leaving, from what I believe, again, it's money, and a better chance. LSU's played in four national championship games, right? Four. Notre Dame's played in one, right? Since he's been there? LSU won two years ago. All right, I understand that. But LSU's been to the college football playoffs, I believe, four times since Brian Kelly's been there. So you put it all together, and uh, LSU has a better path to the championship basket than Notre Dame has. BCS, too, I'm going back. Yeah. I'm checking. Put it all together. BCS college football playoffs. LSU's uh, had four cracks. Notre Dame, uh, not many. And they could have one this year. If Georgia beats Alabama, or if Iowa beats my alma mater, right? Baylor beats Oklahoma State. How many chess pieces are up in the year? A lot of them. All of them. And so Notre Dame has possibilities to get into the college football playoffs this year. Now with an interim head coach. It's just not the same college football anymore. And let's just drop the whole deal of players can't get paid because there's not enough money and it would totally ruin everything. It's professional sports. It really is. Now you want the unprofessional? Yeah, I mean. Here we go. I, I kind of fell asleep through the professional. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Here we go. Here we go. How dare you? <laughs> Here we go. You ready for this? I've been ready. I did not think my week could get better as a Michigan Wolverine fan. I just did not think that my week of beating Ohio State could get better. And then I realized, again, as you know, I've hit that button to go up to the penthouse, to the top floor, and look at the view, right? I understand that Iowa could send us right down to the ground floor, but I'm not. Negative thoughts are gone. <laughs> I'm living my best life right now. Living my best life. And I realize every day it's been getting better. Had no idea, though, that the Tuesday after the Saturday win, I would be coming on the air today and talk. I've already, already had Ohio State get some, and I even saved some shrapnel for Michigan State fans yesterday. You know, Notre Dame. Uh, I, 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 I have nothing but distaste and dislike for. Even having Brian Kelly on the show, he knew that. We had fun with that. Of course. And, and I've, I've slagged on the movie Rudy so much, the director of the film, David Onspaugh, has come on the show saying he's heard from the real Rudy, and Rudy, the real one, wants to fight me. Yeah, yep. he's pissed. Yeah. yeah, he's pissed. Triller, hit us up. Right, because <laughs> I, I just think, you know, the movie's total fiction, right? And so I, I, I totally dislike Notre Dame, especially when... I'd love to play them more. Michigan-Notre Dame, a great game, terrific rivalry. Uh, and then Notre Dame's like, yeah, uh, we'll play you in 13 years from now. <laughs> I think that's now 10 years away mm. when we play them next. So the fact that officially 
today. <laughs> Notre Dame football is now officially a stepping stone job in college football. Ooh. And the guy who has sealed Ooh. that branding of their head coaching position and football program writ large is the guy who, who's their winningest coach of all time. He passes Newt Rockney just to tell him, deuces, stepping stone, LSU's job is better. Out! Even if we can make the national championship semifinal this year, it's entirely possible. I'm telling this to you now. So Notre Dame might make it with their interim coach just to put it in front of the whole country. For everyone to see interim coach, our guy left. Just let everyone know. Stepping stone. <laughs> How great. <laughs> How much better can this week get? He's feeling himself. Michigan Chris. State. <laughs> He's really feeling himself. Michigan State's talking to me about I got beat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's so much winning going on. I'm going to start drinking tiger blood. <laughs> Maybe I've already drank it. Duh, winning. Shout out to oh. the 10 reference. Whew. You all right? Oh, I'm all right, man. <laughs> Notre Dame's winningest head coach of all time. It's not Newt Rock anymore. Nope. Keep looking at that guy at the top. To find him, you don't have to go and look for touchdown Jesus in the area. All you got to do is go check out Louisiana State University. Go Tigers. Oh, boy. Wow. That's right, Notre Dame fans. <laughs> All you got to do is just say for this to the football gods who have finally decided to bestow this on me in one college football week. All you got to do is this just. A little slow clap. Like, wow. I'm Charles it's S. Dutton. Charles Dutton slow clap? Yeah, wow. baby. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Rudy. Carry me off the field, Rudy. baby. Rudy. Rudy. No, Richie. 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 Carry me off Richie. the field to break. Richie. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports Richie. on this subject. Charles Woodson's going to join us later on in the program. Uh, Ronnie Staley's a Notre Dame Fighting Irish alum. <laughs> that couldn't work. And we were going to have him on to talk about his beautiful foundation to hook up rescue dogs with people in need for such companionship and help. Elijah Mitchell of the San Francisco 49ers. But <laughs> slow clap me to break, boys. Richie. Thank you. Yeah. Richie. Back with Dan Wetzel in a moment right here Richie. in the Rich Eisen Show. We're all yeah. offbeat. Yeah, it doesn't wrong. matter. It doesn't matter. World's great. That was onbeat as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Joining us here is um, a man whose work I truly love and enjoy. He's one of the best sports columnists out there, whether it's on a game day like Saturday's Michigan-Ohio State game or on a day like today to give us perspective on the college football world. Uh, Yahoo columnist, Yahoo sports columnist, Dan Wetzel, back here on the show. How are you, Dan? I am uh, I'm well, uh, Rich. Not as well as you. You uh, Michigan uh, people are having yourself a moment, aren't you? Well, you, you could peel us off the ceiling. well-deserved. It's well-earned. I appreciate that. You know, and all the Ohio State uh, friends of mine and fans of mine um, always told me that uh, a win over Michigan always gets better than each passing day. Now I'm getting that sense back after not having felt it in quite some time. And um, and I had no idea that on top of it, my, uh, my complete disdain for Notre Dame would be fed in the manner of the winningest coach in the history uh, of, their, of that uh, esteemed program saying LSU's better. Why, 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 did, uh, why did Brian Kelly say that? Is it money? Is it really just that? What is it, Dan? Uh, no, it's, um, it's, it's a shot to win a national title, and, and, and this is where we're at in college football. It's, it's, uh, I mean, this is, a, this is an incredible move by, by Kelly because there are four games this weekend that, that matter and who, who gets in the playoff, and Notre Dame needs like one or two results, none of which are out of out of line, and they would be in the playoff on Sunday. Like if if Georgia beats Alabama, and either Cincinnati loses, Michigan loses, or uh, or Oklahoma State loses, uh, which again very possible, Notre Dame's going to get in this playoff, and Brian Kelly would have a playoff team for the third time in four seasons. And this isn't like the NBA playoffs. There's only four teams in the playoff, okay? And so everything we've ever been told by coaches, teams, we're all in, we can do it, nobody believes in us, we, you know, just give us a shot, we'll rise up. Brian Kelly is staring at that possibility and saying, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I don't care. We don't have a shot or we don't need, I'm not even going to try. And he's bailing on a potential team. If he made this move on Sunday, if Notre Dame doesn't get in and he makes this move on Sunday, totally get it. But the fact he's doing it now is just like, 
like you know, I said like the, the sequel to Rudy is horrible. Like this is this is not what we were going for here. Um, it's just everything against sports. So he's making that move. But the crazy part of the sport is he's looking and saying, I have a better chance of winning a national championship. I'm 60 years old. I'm yeah. a very very good coach. I have a better chance of winning a national championship by going and taking over an LSU program that is 500 the last two seasons than actually coaching in the playoffs this year <laughs> with a program that is 44-6 and six over the last four and would make their third playoff appearance. That's how important it is to have the elite, elite level recruits that you can get at LSU mm-hmm. But you just can't really get at Notre Dame. Well, and I mean, so that's where the sport's at. Well, part of that may be, you know, the provost that's there in South Bend, and you know, it, it Notre Dame has definitely has different aspects uh, of their program that other schools around the country, certainly like LSU, I don't believe have. So I, I, I kind of see all that. But the the question I have is, was there a a take it or leave it? You've got twenty four hours, forty eight hours deal on the table for Brian Kelly. Why? Why wouldn't he play this thing out? Because if he did play it out to see if they have a, a college football playoff, that certainly LSU wouldn't wait four more weeks to fill their role, right? There's there's recruiting that's going on right now, Dan? It, it, it seems that we, we'll find out more uh, when as, as this hashes out, but it would seem like you had to make that move right now. You could at least wait five days, right? Um, but the, the nature of this thing is is everything moves very, very fast. Uh, and there is, there's recruiting signing days in two weeks. They, they very foolishly created an early quote unquote signing day, which totally sends this every year into tumult and has kids signing with programs that don't even have coaches and terrible idea, but they do it. Um, but I, I would guess that LSU said, you take this offer now or not, and we'll go, we'll go in another direction. And Brian Kelly took it. We'll, we'll see though. Um, it, it, it happened very, very quickly. Brian Kelly was in a in a recruit's home recruiting for Notre Dame yesterday. Then Come on. walked out, took the job. Come on, and then tried to fly home. Come like, on, are you serious? It, yeah, it's close to the all timer, which was when Tommy Tuberville was at Texas Tech and was at a meeting at a recruiting dinner with a family. Took a call, accepted the Cincinnati job, and then just left. Just ghosted him in the restaurant. Love it. That's not the all-timer, but this is close. Um, wow. Dan, I've got one for you on the opposite side of that spectrum. Rod Woodson, my buddy, Pro Football Hall of Famer, told me that when he was recruited, Mr. Indiana in football coming out of the great state of Indiana that we're talking about right now, um, that uh, Lee Corso was the coach of Indiana football and recruited him thusly, showed up to his front door, said, Rod, I've just been fired as head coach of Indiana football, but you should still go there. It's a great place. <laughs> That's why he didn't. Course, yeah. and thus, he went to Purdue because <laughs> he wanted to stay at home. You know, <laughs> so it's unbelievable. That's, I guess, maybe yeah, the opposite end of that. That would be the opposite. It was a more uh, simpler time, and that is, a, and Lee Corso is a great man. Well, I'll tell, you, uh, I'll tell you this, Dan. Let's let's let's, move. let's have this, this conversation. This let, is a different sport now. Of course, but let's let's have that conversation then. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo here on the Rich Eisen Show. I don't want to hear another human being complain when a college football player does not play in his bowl game because there's nothing quote unquote left to play for, and we're supposed to sit here and say you got to play for the school, you got to play for your pride, you got to play for your your teammates when they've got an NFL career going 
and and college football head coaches are showing up and recruiting somebody in their house and then saying, I'm out. He has every right to do that. And he's doing this for his family and his career. What about players? This is professional sports now, Dan. Yeah, well, fortunately, they finally gave up uh, on the trans- and, and allow the transfer portal. And that took years and years of a lot of uh, yelling at college athletics to allow that. But at least the players can leave, too. Uh, and they can leave right after. I mean, Lincoln Riley, he wasn't recruiting hours before he took a job. He was literally coaching to get in the Big 12 championship game, right? Walks out of the locker room and basically takes the USC job. Um, so all of this stuff happens, and at least now the players can also leave. They, they're all free to go, and they can go somewhere else and, and play next season. There's no sitting out. Uh, but clearly, the, 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 that charade that the, that the loyalty had to be one way or and, and only one way was always outrageous, and it becomes more and more outrageous as it goes. Brian Kelly has every single right to go take whatever job he wants, and he did. The players should have the right to go, hey, I want to follow him, or I only came to Notre Dame for this reason, or I want to go whatever school I want to go to now. So it's got to be a two-way street, and at least now we're on that path where it is a two-way street. Dan, Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports here on the Rich Eisen Show. you have any ear to the ground on who Notre Dame might be looking at to to fill in this role right now? Obviously, well, temporarily, it's, it's if not writ large. What do you got for me? Yeah, it's fresh because they weren't expecting it. Um, literally a week ago, Brian Kelly sat in front of the uh, media and discussed you know, basically said he was, he was he had the same belief of, as Mike Tomlin and said only a quarter million, a quarter billion dollar deal would get him away, a two hundred fifty million dollar deal. He got about ninety five to a hundred million. So um, Notre Dame was not expecting this. Look, the guy they want is Luke Fickle, the Cincinnati coach. Luke Fickle is a different guy. I look at never say never. <laughs> you can't be cynical enough in this profession. But I cannot imagine Luke Fickle walking away from his team, certainly if they make this playoff, um, like Brian Kelly just did. I just, it just can't, I cannot fathom him doing that, the, the type of guy he is. Luke Fickle is the perfect hire there. He is a, a Midwest guy. He is an Ohio guy. Um, Ohio State has a coach for the long term. Um, you know, other jobs in the area that maybe Michigan now isn't looking to open. Penn State just has a big deal. So if he wants to stay, Notre Dame is a possibility for Luke Fickle, but I also could see Luke Fickle just saying, I'm good, I'm going to stay at Cincinnati, we're going in the Big 12, all that. Marcus Freeman, their young uh, defensive coordinator, highly, highly regarded, has done incredible work this year with the defense and in recruiting. Um, he has no head coaching experience. It's a very challenging job. Notre Dame is a tough job, so that would be there. And then you have, you know, the Matt Campbells or somebody like that uh, who's done a pretty good job at Iowa State. Those are probably your three most likely. You could get NFL interest. You could get a lot of different people, but Notre Dame's scrambling right now, and I don't know that they can even get Luke Fickle on the phone uh, to find out whether he's interested. But if Cincinnati wins on Saturday, I think he's off the table. If, if Cincinnati loses on Saturday, now maybe you got a shot at Luke Fickle. Well, I mean, while we're being cynical, uh, the dots being connected with Urban Meyer um, having a very difficult time in his first no year. As you already said, no way. I mean, he's already gotten as many losses in Jacksonville this year that he had at Ohio State in his entire tenure there. He's already got nine, and we're only entering week 13 in this NFL season. We, we know his uh, affinity for the place. He's 
he, he was there in his uh, coaching um, whistle-stop tour that's led him to Jacksonville. No way. You just said the words no way, right? Yeah. I, look, Urban Meyer wins. Urban Meyer is a, a high-maintenance drama. It's going to end ugly. There's going to be it's, – it's everything Notre Dame doesn't want to be. Um, would he win? Yes. Could he recruit and 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 deal with the job of under the under the all the different things that go on at Notre Dame? The some of the academic restrictions, the little things. Freshmen have to live on the dorm, right? Freshmen they want their player. The players have to live with the other students. They have to eat in dining commons with other students, except for train camp. Urban wants a twenty-four hour sealed off football program. Like he's a terrible fit for Notre Dame. A terrible fit, other than he would win. He could have had Notre Dame years ago, and he took he took Florida because he knew that would fit better. I mean, I, if Notre Dame did that, it would be – they would probably win, but I don't know. It's just that he is just not a fit at Notre Dame. Uh, Urban is a very, very good college football coach, a great college football coach, but it's all got to be under his terms, and it's going to burn out really quick. You know, and I I just, he's just not that guy that Notre Dame, Brian Kelly was pushing it at Notre Dame and pushed and pushed to get change and and, and, and invariably couldn't. So I I don't think Urban Meyer's got a a shot at this thing. I don't think Notre Dame wants him. I don't think they want to win that desperately um, to take Urban Meyer, certainly not the administration and all of that. Last one for you then, the the timing of all this. You, you said it seems like Oklahoma's president said, we wish we had more of a heads up. Notre Dame seems to be caught flat-footed. But James Franklin, who was rumored to be wanting, if not uh, on the list of both of these jobs that were filled by Lincoln Riley and, and, uh, and Brian Kelly, he signs a contract last week to stay at Penn State. If, if he has an inkling that those jobs are not going to be his, why didn't the schools that lost their coaches know that their coaches were on those wish lists. How, uh, doesn't everybody talk? I mean, seriously. And, and these well, contracts, these contracts, I had fun with it a little bit on Twitter and earlier on, Dan Wetzel, I don't know if you watched Succession and the, and the terms that the Roy family accepted to maintain control of Waystar Royco, they're worse than what Lincoln Riley got from USC, you know? I mean, tech, with private jets and everything. So <laughs> it's not like these, these deals can just be done over 24 hours. You know, they have to, there has to be a lot of talk behind the scenes here i think you know? uh you know lincoln riley and, and and brian kelly the same agent uh i think a good agent can can do a lot of stuff quietly who's the um, agent who's the agent who's the agent oh so, we'll get to that but he okay. but if you do the thing the right if you do it because i don't i don't know i don't know all the details went down okay but i don't know brian I mean, look james franklin his name's out there he gets the deal he also finished two and five <laughs> um I don't know how hot of a candidate he was going to end up being. Right. But, yeah, you, you have to talk to your coaches and try to keep them. In the past, people never left a, a so-called blue blood program for another blue blood program. I mean, nobody, nobody ever willingly left Oklahoma or Notre Dame. I think the last time a guy left Notre Dame was like 1907, and, and it was pre-Bud Wilkinson that, that anyone left Oklahoma. You got those jobs, you stayed. You did Tom Osborne, you did Joe Pa, you did Bear Bryant, you did Bo and Woody. You, did, you didn't leave unless you got old or fired or there's scandal. You stayed at those places and tried to win and stayed and said, hey, over the next 20 years, maybe we can win one. Nowadays, the 
pressure to get the elite recruits because recruiting is so much better of a science. It's way more like an NFL draft. And the top schools that can attract them get such a talent advantage. People look and say, well, there's a five-star, there's a four-star. It's not that big of a difference. No one would ever say that in the NFL draft. A five-star recruit is like a first-round draft pick. And only uh, there's only 250 guys about get drafted a year. If you're outside that 250 in the NFL, you're an undrafted free agent. Those guys, nobody thinks about them. Like Georgia right now has six five-star recruits committed for next year. That's six first-round draft picks. How are you beating that team if you don't have any first-round draft picks? So the ability to get to those schools Mm -hmm. that can get that player, and that's LSU, is so enormous because it's probably the only way you can actually beat the top. There's only a few schools that can win it right now, and that's what Brian Kelly's chasing. But everyone else, and that's what Lincoln Riley's chasing. He's saying, I got a better shot because Southern California has a ton of great players. Oklahoma has produced one five-star, one top 30 player since 2007. One kid, and you end up going to Michigan, Daxton Hill from Tulsa. But that's it. So you have to be able to get the elite, elite, elite player to win football. The same way a team that never gets a first-round pick is going to struggle in the NFL. Dan, great stuff, as always. Love reading your material um, and, and having these conversations with you. Greatly appreciate it. Let's do it down the line, please. Anytime. Thanks again. That's Dan Try Wetzel. Try the game this weekend. Yeah, I will do my best to do so. Thanks again. That's Dan Wetzel right here from uh, Yahoo Sports, national columnist of Yahoo Sports, at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. Follow him. Read his material. So much to discuss. I have one item I just want to hammer again once again when we come back about this being professional sports. And Tiger Woods has spoken. That's still to come. Elijah Mitchell of the San Francisco 49ers. Ronnie Stanley's a Notre Dame Fighting Irish alum of the Ravens. He's joining us in Hour 3. So is Charles Woodson. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What a day, what a day. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When was the last time you really considered your dream? Mercedes-Benz Sprinter and Mercedes-Benz Vans want you to think about that because your dream's been telling you to go live the van life, perhaps. Maybe just certainly in this uh, 
holiday season, just hop in a van and go visit all those national park sites you wanted to or go visit the state next door or just go convene with family or start a new business at some point. Maybe that's going to be around the corner for you in 2022. Whatever your heart desires and your dreams been telling you, Mercedes-Benz vans can help you figure it all out because we're talking about one of the more premium vehicles on the road. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist, expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership near you and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. One more time, just to put it in a nice, neat little package for you. (laughs) The Brian Kelly departure from Notre Dame to LSU is the latest example that college football, using players who are students, and they are student athletes, and it is a college campus on which they live and apply their craft. It's professional sports. A coach of one of the most storied programs ever. They make movies about it. They're an, they're an outlier in this world. Still an independent program with their own package, their own sports package with the company that runs this streaming service you're seeing us on right now. We're like Notre Dame. We're partners with NBC Sports, the Rich Eisen Show. And by the way, if, if, you, if you guys play today, you, you, you'd have to play like champions. Right. Okay? I don't have a sign for you to hit when you come out here. Maybe I should. But my point is this. It's professional sports when somebody who is part of that program goes to another program for a 100 million dollar contract with incentives 10 years 100 million dollars where does that ring a bell that's what gruden got from the raiders and we're talking about this is one of the most expensive and tenured contracts ever given to a professional coach anywhere and brian kelly just got that from lsu and he's taking the job even though in days his team could be in the college football playoffs right now if he's going to LSU for a better chance to win a championship, he's got a team that can win one right now if things break his way. And he's taking over a program that was won by a coach two years ago. A championship was brought to LSU. Ed Orgeron was the king of all he surveyed in Baton Rouge. And he was the ultimate culture fit for that town and that program. And They bounced him two years later. That's professional sports. And the guy who takes it is a guy who can win a championship right now. I don't want to ever hear again. College football players who don't play in their bowl games when there's nothing to play for, no championship to play for, they say we're not playing. I don't want to hear anybody say that they're not loyal, they're leaving their teammates high and dry. They're making a business decision, just like the people at LSU made a business decision to bounce their national championship winning coach from two years ago and hire a guy 
and pay him $100 million in a state university system from Notre Dame and take him and bring him there. Same thing with Lincoln Riley going from Oklahoma to USC. He's making his business decisions. Can you believe it? Again, this was just a couple years ago. Christian McCaffrey was gotten, got any amounts of grief about not playing in the Stanford Bowl game. Remember that? And he oh, was, was talking about he's a bad teammate, oh, yeah. and that would be a red flag at the NFL level. And part of the reason why is he didn't want to get hurt, and that's part of his problem now for two years running in the NFL is staying healthy. I don't want to hear another word when a player says, I'm transferring. This is the world, the people that they are following into the sport. They're the ones who are taking their business decision out of there. These players follow these coaches to the program, buying what these coaches are coming into their house in front of their family and looking them in the eye and is selling. Talking to their moms, Rich. And Brian Kelly was doing that, according to Dan Wetzel, just yesterday and then left the house and within hours took the job. That's crazy. Wow. But that's timing. And the reason why the timing's happening now is there's a recruiting period in 15 days. You got to get on that. So whoever's setting up the schedule of when you can sign players and what signing day is, you know what I'm hearing? Win or lose what Jim Harbaugh's doing next week of the Big Ten Championship game? He's recruiting. <laughs> He's got to. That's what everybody who's making the college football players is going to be doing next week. Yeah, you got to look over the steering wheel. You got to stay competitive. Got to keep up with the Joneses or the Georges. So this is the world they've set up. I don't know who's decided to set that up, but you're putting your coaches and your programs in a very tough spot. You've got a guy who can make the college football playoffs now, leaving that team now to go to a team that just won it two years ago but fired their coach anyway. Professional sports people. It's what it is. Call it what it is. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Coming up next, Elijah Mitchell of Professional Sports San Francisco 49ers. Coming up. Coming up. 